You're listening to Thematics, presented by UnleashedStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the greatest podcast on the planet Earth. That's right, folks. Thematics. This is episode 28 already. I cannot believe that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. 30 is going to be a big milestone for me, just to let you know. I'm probably going to probably gonna wear a suit and tie the day we record that audio-only podcast. My name is Andy Sokolovich, and I'm a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and the owner of a coaching practice called Unleashed Strengths, Nestled right here in the Midwest town of Clinton, Iowa. I'm a coach for hire, working with organizations to enhance employee engagement, boost recognition, and increase overall job satisfaction. If you are interested in enlisting the skills of a strengths coach or are looking for a speaker for your next workshop, conference, seminar, wedding, bar mitzvah, consider giving me a call, 815-441-2219, or shoot me an email, andy at unleashstrengths.com. Thematics is a podcast series designed to highlight the massive impact that Clifton Strengths Finder Assessment has had on now over 12 million people. I feel like Dr. Evil when I say 12 million people. <laughs> it's our belief that the best way to promote its effectiveness and proven results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development firsthand. Our guest today is intimately aware of her strengths and wants nothing more than to share her story in an effort to help people just like you our loyal listeners succeed. For more information or to schedule an interview for yourself, that's right, you too can be on this show. Give us a ring, 815-441-2219, or again, shoot me an email, andy at unleashedranks.com. Hit us up on social media. That's right, we're hanging out in the cool kids table, facebook.com forward slash unleashedranks, Twitter at unleashedcsf. You can subscribe to our RSS feed via our website. Just click on that link in the top right-hand corner. Also, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. For you iPhone, iOS folks out there, use the Podcasts app. That's right. Just go to App Store, download Podcasts app, and search Thematics. That way you will never miss an amazing interview, and your ears will always be happy. My co-host is none other than the lovely Grace Lacanti. She is the owner of Lacanti Consultant. Consult Teen, I'm sorry, Lacanti Consult Teen. You can find more information about Grace at LacantiConsulting.com. That's L-A-C-O-N-T-E Consulting.com. Grace provides strengths-based training to management teams and groups. Grace, what's up with you? You've had a crazy morning. Yeah, crazy morning. Uh, we've been trying to buy a house, and a uh, loan agent has been kind of difficult. So this morning, I asked my children if they could please, when they're adults, treat others with respect and help people through... <laughs> problems that they have rather than making it harder to do something that should happen anyway and they all agreed they're like of course mommy why would you not want to help people Mm. (laughs) so i've already got some hopefully some seeds planted for them to be more aware of the the relationship building needs that they do not have naturally yeah we're trying to work on empathy in this house well none of us feel bad for each other when we get hurt so You've been struggling to buy a house. I spilled my coffee this morning, so I don't oh, want to hear you crying about your house because I have real troubles here. That is a real problem. The struggle is real. All right, enough joking. Let's get down to business. Let's talk strengths. We have an amazing guest today. She's been featured in Gallup's Call to Coach, their webcast. Also, a huge presence in social media, and she's there in the chat room at all the Gallup webcasts. And I think I'm so ex- well, I know I'm so excited to have her on the show today. Maureen Monty. How are you doing, Maureen? Hi, Andy. Hi, Grace. Gosh, I'm doing great, and it's wonderful to be here. And I remember the first time I saw you in the um, the chat area of one of the Gallup webinar 
uh, offerings. And so it's just, I feel like I've known you for a while. Yeah. I've listened to a couple of these. You guys are awesome. And I couldn't be more honored to be here. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Andy is a legend, isn't he? Andy is. He is. <laughs> yeah. and, and I am so impressed with your radio voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You can imagine when my wife and I have disagreements and I turn on that voice. She's like, would you turn Coming soon to a theater near you? Turn off your podcast voice, Andy, and take this seriously. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Maureen, please do us a favor. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, what you're doing in life, and go ahead and reveal your top five themes. Awesome. Well, thanks. I can do that. Uh, I'm physically, my headquarters, how's that, is located in um, lovely downtown Berkeley, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. And as I was explaining to you a little bit earlier, Eminem made 8 Mile famous, and 8 Mile is kind of the perimeter of Detroit, and I live just north of 12 Mile. So in theory, I'm like four miles from the city of Detroit, but downtown's about 20 miles away. So, Maureen, do you, I don't want to cut you off, but do you participate in rap battles? I do not. Thank you very much. Rap battling is not one of my strengths. (laughs) I assure you. You could add it to your repertoire, though. (laughs) I am sure I would not be welcome. I actually, I don't understand rap. So, you know, if you have to stay there and go, I don't get this. I don't think I would be welcome very much. But I do like, um, I was just listening to um, Prince's Purple Rain. How oh, great is that song? Yeah. He's amazing. Purple Rain. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. So, I mean, I do have my favorites. It just doesn't involve rap. At this point, <laughs> it could change. I'd be like a 12 mile yeah, rap. I lived, I lived in Minnesota. I lived in Minnesota for a year and I can understand the love for Prince, but he oh. is a legend there as well. Yeah. Amazing. God, you know, talk about great things coming in small packages. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's this tiny little guy and he can, he's just awesome. His lyrics, yeah. his voice. Yeah. He has some amazing talents that, he's been able to share with the world and that's yeah. what we want to talk about with you too what oh, are yes. your talents how do we get what on to, get on to um... <laughs> so my top five actually i own six because two times i've taken strength finder 2.0 only one strength changed but i i own them both so number one is ideation i'm an idea machine number two is strategic number three is learner number four is achiever number five is individualization and then when i took it the second time I lost individualization and gained maximizer. So I'm one of those people that you love working with, Grace. Maximizer. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking before the show about how uh, the maximizer strength is fantastic, but because I have certain strengths that uh, I, I form ideas, I see future possibilities, and I want to move toward those with my goal setting, a maximizer comes in and can be like, well, it could be better. It yeah. could be more. Well, have you thought about this? And it throws a wrench in my plans, so it's kind of hard to accept help from maximizers uh, when I'm in the middle blanket. of still creating the problem, yes. you know, the, the yeah. solution to the problem. But, now, but see, I a do regulated I appreciate it. Yeah. You, you know, exactly. But a well-regulated maximizer would say, would you like feedback? Exactly. Ask before you, you offer. Do? That's great. Yeah. We need a maximizer empathy compared. Like we need that. <laughs> you won't get empathy out of me. <laughs> Feel the thing. Yeah. Oh. That's great though. So Marine, you have a lot of strategic thinking strengths. Yeah. You know, and in fact, in my top, um, what I've come to learn, one of the things that's been big for me to learn, because I always thought I was antisocial, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to, they're like, oh, I've got a friend for you to meet. I'm like, I don't want a f- another friend. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. But like six of my top 10 or 12 are, are thinking strengths. So I am happiest when I've had time to think. In fact, I, I will say, check a box every day. Did you have time to think? And alternatively, I will say, did you spend time socially? Because otherwise I can become a little bit antisocial. Oh. So I help myself um, be, have a kind of a holistic view of, of wellness. And, and that those are two of the things I measure. But I do measure alone time. Need it. Mm. 
big time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I agree with that. I'm an introvert at heart. Mm-hmm. Very outgoing, very people oriented introvert, and it confuses people sometimes. Like Andy, what are you talking about? <laughs> you love people, but yeah. it, it that's an external. And that's I right. mean, it comes up on the Myers Briggs for me. I'm an I, but mm-hmm. um, on the Strengths Finder, it actually helps explain. I have to have time to think and process and dream and I have ideation and input in my top 10 or top five, excuse me. So ideation for me is that is that way of coming up with ideas, whether or not it's with other people. Right. And I guess, Brian, for you, maybe you, you kind of have a split, too. You want to be with people, but you have to have time alone to consider the possibilities first, right? Absolutely. And honoring that need, both for yourself, but asking others to honor that as well. And in fact, I've done some work with some, um, it's a leadership team of medical doctors who are merging three health systems. So they have wow. a big responsibility, but they're doctors first. And one of the main things that's been fun to work with on, with on them is to help them understand that while they must execute and they must influence others and they must build relationships to be successful, they have to, they're all this big herd of thinkers first. They're scientists. Scientists think, then they do, right? So if we can help thinkers like us, um, uh, honor our own strengths, honor those thinkers around us, and then support them in that thinking, the world would be a better place. That's my theory of the universe for today. Yeah, that's that's well said. Well, you know, and I, I'm liking where this interview is going because normally we start out with, you know, tell us your strengths journey, tell us your strength story. And I think if people want to know more about that, with especially with Maureen, that, you know, the, your Gallup webcast covered all of that. But mm-hmm. I'm really picking up on you're just providing us some solid insights. And what this show is all about is it's focused on that individual who hits the control P on their keyboard. They get their theme insights report. And now they're saying, what do I do? Where do yeah. I go with this? This is great. This is great. You provided me with a, with a conduit to receive this information, but now how do I apply it? And if that question was, was posed to you, Maureen, maybe you can give us some steps or some, some actionable items that they can take to, to make sure that they're actually going from the whole name, claim, aim, and what's the aim part look like? That's, that's such an important part of the journey. And in fact, personally, I think... For me, both with individuals and teams that I work with, and part of it is some of them are executives and they're very busy. I got to get to the aim pretty darn fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't have a problem with that because I'm kind of activators number six for me or something like that. So, um, the, the, the thing I like to do is say, listen, my platform is not strength based. It begins with strengths. My platform is to help you build your platform. And you can't do that. You cannot build your own platform, whether it's a team or a, an individual, unless you know who you are. And so what does success look like is always, for me, the first question. I, there's no point in taking the Strength Finder, and you know how much I love the Strength Finder, and then go, what What now? The, the question is, why? Why are we doing this? What does it look like? What does success feel like, smell like? Tell me. And then we... From that moment on, once we've got a good agreement on that, we use the Strength Finder to build their platform to achieve that, that success. So it's the, it's the, it's not quite the second step. It's the, it's the first step of the journey to know your strengths, but only when we've had a conversation about why are we doing this. So in the case of the, the hospital group I'm working with, three different hospitals. Each think they're the, they do it the very best. And we do not have the luxury of fiddling around or arguing about which one of these is the best way to do it. We have to figure it out very quickly. We have to do it as a collaborative team and move on. And so that's that's kind of my view of of the claim, the name, claim, and aim. Um, I like to start with aim so that we can use that to support the understanding of part of the journey. 
Mm. I like that. I think a lot of that comes from your individualization mm. too, that you're, you're looking at how individual people can be formed within a group before you start to take some further action, right? That is you're a great observation. That at the beginning and the maximizer too. No, before you're right. You're, before you go ahead and, and strategize the plan, you have to know what the purpose is. And that's, I think that's very important too. Exactly. And I don't, I never do, and I talked, I said this on the, on the webinar, but this is why I never use, do the same thing twice. So mm-hmm. I don't have a, a, um, a, a three webinars that I give, right? Over and over again. I have none that I give over and over again. I have one that I build for you. You as the Ooh, individual. So we're lucky when we get in a webinar with you, right? Because that's, that's the <laughs> oh, one and so only lucky. time we'll hear it. <laughs> it is actually. So is it because you're um, constantly coming up with new ideas that can be applied? For I new situations? That's part of it. But I think more importantly is that the what success looks like for three hospital systems that are emerging is different than what success looks like for a hockey team that I just helped win the state championship. So it can't be the same. We have different end goals in mind. Well, I can appreciate that, Marine. Consistency is my number 34. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, same thing here. Always different, always looking to modify it somehow, but always kind of catering because individualization is numbers. So I'm whipping out my Gallup app here for all these strengths geeks that don't have the app yet. It's my number 10. Um, so it's, it is pretty, you know, it's up there. It's, it's something that I always try to create, whether it's my marketing material or it's a coaching session or it's a presentation. It's always geared towards that individual. And there's two very influential books in my life. Uh, well, probably five, but the two that I really want to talk about right now, Strengths Finder, obviously, but the second one is Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Yeah. And I That's think, exactly what I just kind of described. Right. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you did. And it, and I was, I was actually mowing a pasture the other day. I'm sitting on the tractor. So, <laughs> and I have, uh, yeah, jack of all trades here. And then I have, I'm listening to the audio version of that. And, you know, Simon really defines the how people and the why people. Yep. And I think that fits, that just holds hands so nicely with Strengths Finder. I and I, I put a post out on Facebook the other day saying, I'm a why guy looking for some hows. <laughs> Because yeah. here's, if we can partner up, that's, that's the relationship, like Simon says, Simon says, Simon Sinek <laughs> says, <laughs> says in his book, you know, you're Steve Wozniak versus your Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is your why guy. Steve Wozniak was your how guy. They worked so well together to create something so amazing and leave an amazing legacy behind. Um, so I really like that you brought that up. Yeah, now, I, th- I couldn't agree more. And I think what many companies would do is say, well, let me help. You're a why guy. Wouldn't you be so much more effective if you also became a how guy? When, right. Course, Maximize that person into mm-hmm. doing both. But yeah. they can't necessarily. They can't. If they can, great. But most yeah. people can't, right? A better so. solution would be to partner them with someone that is already yes. adept at doing the how, right? Maximum at the ones they're good at, the how or the why, right? And mm-hmm. then put them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love your approach, Maureen. I do Thank too. You. This is, I feel like I should be paying you for this. I think I said that the last couple <laughs> interviews. Andy, start I'm going to stop you from paying people, okay? <laughs> You need to <laughs> accept this gift that Marie's giving us and enjoy the ride. Well, I pay in hugs. Um, oh, gosh. I can't wait for that. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is this is great because you are you are right. Most corporations say, you got the why, now come up with the how. Or they let you just flounder on the beach right. of the why and, and kick and scream and, and suffocate mm-hmm. yourself because you can't figure out the how and your idea just falls by the wayside and never comes to fruition. Um, uh, yeah, that happens to a lot of strategic thinking strength people. Yeah. So how do you, so like how, let's change the subject here. So how do you go, how does a why guy find that group of hows? Well, per your, per your post, you asked, 
right? You ask for, you ask for people to do it. Um, I think the other thing would be is that once, and this is again, um, one of the things I try to help people do is what's your role on the team? So if you're a how guy, then it, first of all, it has to come naturally. But if you're a why guy, then we all agree that you're the, the why guy and that Joe's over here or Mary over here is the how person. But that, that should kind of come out in the way they behave. There isn't in what they love to do. I don't think there's one strength where you can go, well, that's a how why and that's a why guy. Mm -hmm. But their blend can, with, with what they know and, cause sometimes skills can come into that as well, right? I had a boss who was a fabulous Excel spreadsheet guy. I used to say, you're not a human being, you're an Excel spreadsheet. Ed. And he was wonderful. His whole world, I said, when he put his food on a plate, I'm like, Is that, are those in, you know, rows and columns? <laughs> and, um, so he was a how guy, right? Not the why guy, but the how guy. His version of how would be different than somebody else who might be a how. But they need to recognize that. And again, it's understanding what you do well and how that manifests itself in, in the workplace and in the role or a team you're on. Maureen, would you just define really quickly what you mean by a why person and a how person? I, I think I'd have to say overall, I think that a why guy would be more of a of a thinker person. You know, what if, why. The how guy, I think, tends to be more of the other three combined, potentially, right? You mean the other three domains of leadership? Yeah, the other three domains. So you've got the strategic thinking. And then imagine a, um, a how guy that can say, oh, I've got woo. I'm going to go talk to the president of the company and convince him that this is the kind of thing we could do, mm -hmm. right? This is how we and how we would do it. Now, I think that, again, an end destination has to happen before that can work. But I, I think overall, the why people to me are the people that are thinkers that have asked questions about it, mm -hmm. right? The, the how people tend to be execution focused. I see how this, I see how this can happen. Mm -hmm. um, it might be deliberative. It might be, um, through some sort of a uh, restorative thing, for example, restoring problems. And then I see influencers, of course, making it happen. But relationship building can be part of that as well. I know connectedness. I know Joe on in company ABC has done this before. Let's go talk to Joe. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's just like my top five strategic, futuristic, woo, ideation and communication. I mean, I live in that Y zone. I mean, I'm... I'm thinking, I'm developing a strategy, I'm thinking about the future. But then sometimes what I do is I skip a house to the CEO. I have a brilliant <laughs> idea and he says, how's that going to happen? I go, I don't know. I don't He's know. like, next time before you come in the office, get the how <laughs> part figured out and then you have you know, your, your full plan. Yeah. Right now, you just got a dream, dude. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. So I get so motivated and so passionate about the, the idea Yes. That I don't actually try to connect. So I've, this year I've been making more of an aggressive attempt to find those individuals who know how. Mm -hmm. And Grace and I just had a conversation about, you know, business development and outsourcing last night. And I think that really has led to some serious growth within my business now that I've been able to form those strategic partnerships. Good. It takes I a really, um, a lot of effort to take your top strengths. Um, I'm talking to the, to all of our listeners out there. If you know what your top strengths are, um, and you've been working toward how to develop those. Um, it, it's almost like if, if you want to mature in that knowledge, you then have to realize that there are others that you need to surround yourself with to help you mature even more in yeah. your growth and in your understanding of others. I mean, we are not islands. <laughs> we cross paths with lots of people. And, um, I think it's fantastic having a why perspective, which I think anyone in any of the domains, 
is capable of having this point of view too, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it, sometimes it takes some more effort, but just because you have strategic thinking strengths doesn't really mean that you have to think of the why all the time either. I mean, I know some people that never question that. They just go to work on their ideas. You know, they, they just kind of work in their, in their, in the moment kind of thing. And the how too. I mean, I'm sure some people with strategic strengths probably have the determination to actually put that into action. Like Andy, <laughs> you're very much a how person as well. And you, you put your ideas into action. So I, I guess I'm saying there's really no excuse for, um, you know, saying, well, I'm this kind of person. So that means I can't, la la la. Um, there's a, there's a definitely a purpose for finding others that can help you in the journey and then recognizing what you're not so good at so that you can let others help you. Does that make any sense? Yeah, collaboration. I mean, Collaborate, yes. Yeah. Did you guys read um, the blog that they just posted? It was Kurt Liesfeld's last writing. Oh, I have it's... I have not. I actually have it. I've printed it out, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Can well, you summarize it's... it for us? Yeah, but well, you guys are making the point, and I'm only going to share his way of describing it because he was basically the master communicator about strengths mm-hmm. in terms of using phrases that I think were fabulous. He called it the, lie of, the law, the law of supply and rely. Provide what you're great at and rely on those others for those things that you're not great at. Mm, I love that. So supply what you're great at and don't don't feel um, either like you're better or worse than someone else. It's actually a blog about humility and or rely on those and then rely on those that do what you don't do. So the law of supply and rely. I think it's a pretty cool phrase and it should catch on. Mm. So Kurt was a huge force in the Gallup community mm. and he passed away suddenly uh, what, a couple weeks ago, right? Well, I'm sorry. For when, when our listeners are listening, um, he passed away, uh, I guess in June, right? Uh, May. May. May, May, excuse me. Right. May. And he had a great impact on a lot of us, even though I never met him or spoke to him or anything. Um, his effect has had a huge impact on a lot of us who've benefited from his point of view on strengths. Yeah. And I, I have to say personally, not just because I'd met the man, but, um, when I started my strengths journey 10 years ago, there was no support for somebody like me. Mm. I didn't work for a company that was using strengths and I didn't work for Gallup. And those were really the only ways to become well trained. So I went to three Gallup summits, which are, um, places that use them, share their best practices. And I met Kurt in that way. But, uh, for me, he was, until I became certified recently, um, that was, that's how I got my information and built my own platform. The good news about it was that I didn't have a lot of information, so I built my own platform. The bad was, bad news was, is that I'd have been even more effective had I had that information of certification prior to now, you know, so. But he's Never amazing. too late, though. Never too late, Marie. Never too late. Never too late. Mm-hmm. Had a blast. Loved Kurt. He was one of my teachers, so. That's yeah. great. And his uh, information lives on for those of you who want to yeah. hear his, was it Theme Thursdays? Is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and uh, a lot of other things. great to, uh, YouTube videos. So you can find that through Gallup. Uh, is there anywhere else that we could find videos from Kurt, Andy? Uh, no, all Kurt's stuff is all on the Gallup's uh, you know YouTube channel, as well as if you go to a Facebook group, either Call to Coach or Gallup Strengths Finder. There's all those documents and stuff that are in the files tab. Uh, most mm-hmm. most of them he authored. So an amazing amazing man. Yeah, huge loss to the movement. But you know what? Some day the other day somebody asked me. Um, actually, I think Grace, I think it was your dad said mm-hmm. if I was planning on yeah. doing anything to honor Kurt Leesfeld, and I said I'm going to coach. I'm going mm-hmm. to spread the word. I'm going to meet. I think I said every state, country, region, hollow, nook and cranny. Hollow, yeah. I'll find people who don't know about strengths because I think that's a Pennsylvania word, by the way. Yeah, a hollow. But uh, yeah, he was. Kurt- I'm from, oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Andy and I are both from Pennsylvania, and we lived within miles of each other. He lived in Reading, am I right? Reading, Reading area. Mm-hmm. 
kind of. Yep. And no. I, I lived near Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so uh, we didn't know each other back then, but we have Pennsylvania roots. Pennsylvania. But yeah, I think what my dad was trying to say, he has belief as one of his top five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was just echoing the the strong sense in himself of wanting to connect um, his passion for, you know, for seeing the opportunity to, to put people and thoughts and, you know, people yeah. who have the same common interests um, in mind and also to honor someone who has had such a tremendous impact. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of us have that inner drive and we may remember that Kurt had an effect, but it would be really nice to have like a memoriam or some sort of, you know, statement in the purpose of what you're, you know, what we're trying to do as a group in his memory. So I think that's what my dad was trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. It did have a big impact. Yeah. Okay. So, so Marie, so anyway, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about kind of skipped over this in the beginning, but so strengths enters your life. How, I mean, how does this, I mean, I, I know you're using it professionally now as a, as a coach and, and, but how did it ever even kind of come into your wheelhouse? It came into my wheelhouse. Um, I have learner number three, so I'm, I'm ready to change careers relatively frequent, frequently compared to most <laughs> of the normal population. <laughs> um, so I've got a BS in MS in mechanical engineering and was, um, then came, then started my own business after being an engineer for about 10 years and started my own business. And 10 years after that, I'm like, huh, I'm ready for something new. And I've always been interested in kind of the, the strong leader, leaders, strong leaders in movies, strong leaders in business. And so I decided to formally study leadership and business ethics out of Duquesne University, which you guys know where that is. Yeah, that's a good old uh, Pittsburgh. And, um, and early on, I was exposed to Strength Finder and it was, it was done. I began instantly to apply it to friends, family, and then very quickly, uh, charging to coach with it, even though I hadn't formally been coached, trained as a coach at that point and, uh, have since built a platform, as I said, that begins with that. But for example, I, I, for me, it's very important that I share my, my vision, mission, and purpose statements with my clients so they understand why I'm engaging with them. I actually, when I do that, they're making my dreams come true and my goal is to make their dreams come true. Wow. So um, that's how it began, though. 2006. It was on your website today, uh, marinemonti.com. We'll make sure we put a link to it um, on the post. But I see this one quote that just stands out right at the beginning of your about section. And it says, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing, Raya Mountain Dreamer. Um, explain this a little bit about that. Why is that? Obviously, when you see quotes on somebody's website, it obviously resonated with them. What about that quote really kind of stands out for you? So this kind of gets back to my point of what does success look like? I don't want to know your strengths for knowing the sake of, of for the sake of knowing your strengths. Although I always find that interesting. I've got individualization, but what are you longing for? What? Do, why are we doing this? What is your best life world? What does the pinnacle of success look like for you? And that comes from within. And that's what I want to know. That's where, that's where the, that's where the glory is. And I'm, I'm a partner on that journey then. Once we just, once we discover what it is, what that heart's longing is, let's go for it. Mm. I'll help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that approach. I mean, I, I too, you know, when I create some kind of marketing material and I send proposals to businesses, normally it has to talk about, you know, engagement, things like that. But I, I love kind of getting into that more emotional side of everything. Even in marketing and sales, it's all about the emotional. It's that emotional mm-hmm. trigger that gets pulled that causes people to buy luxury vehicles. It's that mm-hmm. emotional trigger that causes people to, to buy plane tickets and fly to somewhere, you know, tropical. I mean, it's that, it's emotion driven. Everything we do is. 
And Grace and I were having a conversation. It was just yesterday, the day before. I don't know. We talk too much, Grace. I'm losing track. We talk track. a lot. I, we've got to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> but I was saying how I am really drawn to the overall core concept of strengths-based development. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that is my passion. The fact that we, we, we learn to manage our weaknesses or areas of lesser talent and really focus on what we do well to gain success, that's the thing that gets me up in the, in, at night and writing yeah. stuff down because of ideas. The 34 themes to me are all features of that core, core concept. And so I always tell people like, like you kind of mentioned, I don't want to know just your top five. I want to know you. Mm-hmm. The top five are going to, they're going to lubricate the communication here. It's going to help this process move forward. But honestly, once we learn to just manage our weaknesses, embrace our talents and run with it, that's when real cool things start to happen. Um, so I appreciate that. I was cruising around your website and I was reading some of the copy on there, some of the stuff you have typed in. And, uh, I think you and I share a very similar vision of what that looks like. And, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to steal that quote every once in a while as well. Well, you can steal it because I stole it from the <laughs> yeah. Orion Mountain Dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marina, I also really love the title that you use. You're a success architect. Yes, I am. And you am. have a mechanical engineering background, which mm-hmm. helps you to see the world through that lens. But also, I mean, obviously success for you comes through understanding individual people and then ideating with them and strategizing how they can be more successful. Is that right? Yeah. And teams, because, teams, you know, yes, the, the, yes. the, the individual, I, mm-hmm. I do adore that. But if we can align 30 really talented rock star hockey players behind a vision they built themselves to win the state championship mm-hmm. and then they go do it, that's fun. It helps your achiever to be like, yeah, right? <laughs> they, they did that because they, I helped they them. They did that, yes. And that's I was glad to be in the background because I did not score yeah, any goals. That's but, wonderful. Uh, I'm so yeah, glad was, that you found, found this uh, kind of a perfect blend or as a previous uh, uh, guest on our show, he he's, has a company called Strength Alchemy. I love the word mm-hmm. alchemy. Alex it's Wong. This kind yeah, of, she knows Alex. Alex Wong. Yes, yeah. thank you, Alex. But he has a company in uh, Singapore, I believe, right? Yeah, that's right. Where he... he um, he blends together and creates almost like a mystical, magical, additional level that is not possible with the individual pieces. Right. So the alchemy is kind of this amazing, magical experience that can be had when everyone understands their strengths. It sounds like that's what you're doing through your team building as well. It is. And I don't use that term, but sure. I... Um, I, I, but I would, I can see why you would. Um, and, uh, but I, I agree. That is exactly what I'm trying to do. You know, my mm-hmm. purpose is to help people and teams achieve what they were put on this earth to do. And mm-hmm. you don't know that unless you know yourself. Right. And then, you know, add that passion, that, um, and the ability. You know, I, I could, Sha- Sha- Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal, is that his name? The big mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. You know, if you were to say, oh, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> and big, heavy. <laughs> he's not just tall and thin. He's not thin either. And that's not a, he's not saying he's fat, but he's a big man. He's and to say, guy. for him to say, you know, I've always dreamt of being a jockey at the Kentucky Derby, right? When they're, the jockeys weigh about 10 pounds and are five foot one. Mm-hmm. Um, you, ha- you can't just want to do it. You have to be able to do it, right? So. Tell me about now you piqued my interest because I'm a huge hockey fan, oh, a yes. huge sports fan. Go Blackhawks, Stanley Cup champions. Go Red Wings. Uh, yeah, so Go Devils. Come on. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Oh, here we go. Sorry. I'm married into it. Yeah, well, you're going to get booted off this podcast if you keep I'm just kidding. Um, congrats on the Stanley Cup, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. That was a great series. So tell me how you got involved with coaching a sports team. Normally when we hear teams, we think business teams. Yeah. Talk about a sports team. How'd you get involved in that? So, you know, if 
I have had the blessing of working with lots and lots of people. Um, and one of the, the people I have, who's been my client, um, has a twin sister. Her son was on this high school hockey team. It's a very lovely, humongously beautiful private school called Cranbrook here, um, in, in Bloomfield Hills. And that's, uh, it's just a beautiful part of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so when the team was struggling, but not losing, struggling. So the coach knew they weren't playing to their potential, but they, but they weren't losing. Um, they, he wanted them to play to their potential. And, and, and frankly, and you guys will appreciate this, he was preaching, he and his coaches were preaching the, the message of positivity and belief. And when we took the, the top five strengths of all of, all 23 players, not a single one of them had positivity or belief in their top five. Wow. Wow. 18 had competition. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a lot of horsepower in the room. And uh, command and self-assurance, there was a lot of uh, influencing strengths on that team. And so what we did was redefine success in their words. So, yeah, you want to win the state championship, but does the how matter? And this gets back to the kind of the how and why. And, um, oh, no, of course it did. And so then we 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 created words around it that, that they could latch their top five strengths to. And then the coach, to his credit, he's an amazing coach, um, has individualization, number one, he was able to um, to put people in roles and help them define a role on the team, even if they weren't a starter. Mm-hmm. So yes. suddenly you've got everybody pulling, even if they're on the bench, they found a role for that person. And that's a very different dialogue than you got to believe and stay positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, that's, that's interesting. You put, I love that my brain's spinning now. Um, sports teams, you know, what motivates the individual players to succeed? Right. What motivates them to that win? I mean, we watch how many dramatic movies are out there. I mean, even in, even in Strengths Finder, they, the movie Rudy is referenced in yeah. there. More yeah. so about Rudy Rudiger's size and ability to play the game, but all the entire team, what motivates them to, exactly. to, to run in that touchdown, to win that championship? And like you said, it may not be positive. It may not be just the, right. the, the, the feeling of, elated after you score that winning touchdown you score that winning goal what is it and i and i think strengths well, i know now because you just told me it worked is a great way to unidentify those exactly i never put two and two together before awesome this is awesome great. that was a lot of fun and you know to have almost immediate gratification they were they were struggling six weeks out and then six weeks later they were state champs so wow. they lost one game. Something happened after there. Yeah. yeah. And they even <laughs> recognized it. The boys did. We're working on a, on a paper, which is rapidly becoming the size of a book, um, as, we, as we document the journey, just because it was so so fruitful and so much fun. And not just um, my journey, but the coach's journey, the coach of the team, and some of the other coaches as well. So I'm, I'm documenting that as we speak. That's cool. I mean, that's I like a made-for-Disney type thing. Yes. Or made-for-the made first Disney Gallup collaboration to produce... <laughs> And, and Marie, we could add some dancing from yesterday from our guest from before. Yeah, right? yeah. Wow. Yesterday we talked. This, see, this is how crazy this podcast goes. Yesterday crazy. we actually talked about, and the, for those ways is going to be released. You probably have already heard it if you're an avid listener of Thematics. But we talked about dancing and Jim Collison in the same sentence. So hopefully, Jim, <laughs> so hopefully Jimbo hears that. Jim is being called out. We bust need out his leotards. So is he wearing a tutu? That's the only question I have. Hopefully. He can decide whatever he wants, but Andy <laughs> would probably prefer a tutu, yeah. No, we had an amazing conversation with uh, Chinarut yesterday, or yesterday. Chinarut. Yes. Chinarut, I'm sorry. And he is a dancer, and he was oh. talking about, the idea came up about creating uh, short dances that represent each of the 34 <laughs> themes. 
as like yes, an art project. Are you serious about this, Maureen? I, am, I think it's a great idea. I told my kids, and they're actually creating dances that they'd like to have me record and send to Chinnarad. <laughs> well, so there you go. This is a real thing. We're, we're calling all of you out there who are listening. If you want to contribute, we're going to set up a way that you can contribute and share your dance representing a strength and just label it with the strength, and then we'll kind of see what happens from there. I want to see Andy, I bet you're working on something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. No, we're not. <laughs> no. Maureen, do you have any thoughts on that? What do you think about the strengths being represented by a I was, dance? I, I was, I'm thinking that would be very interesting. And actually, one of my previous roles, um, in between being an engineer and what I am now, uh, I was a professional photographer and I shot the dancing really? companies that came through the city of Detroit. So the, wow. the Russians, the French, and they were, of course, stunningly beautiful. Um, and so I'm trying to contrast that with a dance that's deliberative. Or mm-hmm. analytical. I think why not? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we can well, motivate the cool others. The thing too. is that we can each interpret what that word represents for us. It's true. So it's the true. just the array of different ways that people would show that. I think it'd be so interesting. <laughs> but if you <laughs> want to contribute, Marine, we'd be more than happy to see what you'd come up with. Yeah, bust a move. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the electric slide. That'll be my <laughs> that'll be my woo maybe or my I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one that'll be. Um, so, Marine, we asked this question from all of our guests, and you know, sometimes we get the one theme that stands out, or there's a combination of of them. But what theme in your top five would you say is your favorite? What's that driving force of that core theme? I think in the role I I have as a success architect, I think the my ideation and strategic feed my ability to help people define and um, reach that special success summit that is their very own. So those two are my favorite. I'm an idea machine. I It's hard to turn off the, the brain at night. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. We, we actually We're always up at like crazy hours messaging each other. You know, I can't stop my brain, so I write stuff down. We, do you do that too, Marie? Do you have notebooks or get your computer I, open? I sometimes write it down um, and... But if they're vivid, they stay with me, and I'll noodle. And this is where they stay in my head till they're maximized, and then they come out. Yeah, wow. that's, that's the same way I am. Jeez, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't take notes. I, I say this all the time. I don't take notes. I don't jot <laughs> things down. Like it's got to be, it's got to be vivid, and it's got to mm-hmm. be like stick worthy mm-hmm. in order for it to hang around. And that's how I know when I can remember it two or three days later that it's probably something that I can actually develop into whatever. There um, you go. It's got possibilities. So. Wow. That's great. I mean, I'm actually, different. I have to write it down. And I would drive so, Andy crazy because he can't stand the people at conferences that are like head down, notebook, <laughs> pen, crazy writing, you know. No, so I can't stand writing. the ones that go, can you, I can't stand the people who, well, it's not that I can't stand them. I have a hard time dealing with those who go, can you go back to that slide? Right. And, and then the oh. presenter says, the slides will be available after the presentation. Okay, but can you go back to that one? I didn't right, get it right, all. Right. I'm like, they said it would be available. Because they need to process it at that moment, Andy. They have to get it at that moment or it'll it'll disappear from their consciousness. <laughs> Marine, Marine, do you have an opinion on this? <laughs> <You're> very, <laughs> yes, I do. Well, actually, I have a question for you, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah? The, the purpose of you writing it down, is it to capture it so it's not gone? Or yeah. does that the process of writing it down change it somehow in your head? It's both. Um, okay. I'm a very, um, I'm a combination of the three types of learner. So mm. um, I have to see and hear and write. And if I can't do all three at the same time, um, I actually add stimulus in. So I have to listen to music while I'm writing. I like to see things while I'm hearing them. It, it's it's crazy. 
it's it's wow. kind of overwhelming for people to watch me work because it's a very <laughs> kinesthetic mixed up kind of process yeah and then i also have to have to do something with it so that's where the writing is mm. is therapeutic i'm getting the thoughts from my brain out so yeah i have three strategic thinking strengths in my top five um four in my top 10 and then four influencing strengths and i'm mm. constantly fighting between wanting to process the world and wanting to change it it's a it's like a battle in my brain <laughs> So one of yeah. the processes I use is to uh, write out everything that I think um, about my business in the morning or the evening for um, 20 minutes on three sheets of paper. This is something that my marketing coach has suggested. Um, she's with the DIY Marketing Center here in Vancouver, Washington. Woo! But um, it's just a practice that was started by an artist um, trainer. Um, it's a creative brain thinking process. So you write everything out for three pages and then you can stop. And whatever is on those three pages is usually the top cream of the crop stuff that's like mm. simmering in your mind. So that's helpful. I try to do that at least once a day, maybe every other day if I can't. And then the other thing that's very, very helpful is, um, believe it or not, taking a shower and then meditating. Mm -hmm. um, we had a guest a few weeks ago who suggested that water has a huge effect on the body and the mind. And sometimes being in water or having water on you in some way can actually affect the pathway of your brain. Mm -hmm. And I've actually, I've noticed that it's weird, but I, when I have a, an idea that I can't quite get out, taking a shower or being in water, going swimming or something gets that idea formulated and then I can go write it down as soon as that happens. It's a very strange connection, but it does work. So I think that was Khalil Patwa that mentioned the water connection, right, Andy? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, he said it, it was a healing process for him to reconnect his mind and body together. Interesting. Because of some great health issues. But huh. anyway, yeah. Yeah. But that, that is very helpful for me. Um, having this kind of split brain thing with strategizing and then wanting to get people to take action on it. Well, I love your, um, your, your, what I would call, you know, it's not really a coping mechanism because you're not coping, but you're being, <laughs> you're being successful with it. Um, help you stay sane. <laughs> what will happen when you add dancing to this? Oh man, that would add a whole other layer. <laughs> I tend be, to be a that very, would be a lot uh, of showers, a lot of meditating, a lot shower, of shower, meditating, and dance, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's well, your setup. Well, to be honest, I think a lot of people um, who are in their head a lot, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this for both of you. But we are thinkers. We mull and consider and aggregate, and we we just create in our heads, right? And then it's beautiful to see it created in the real world, but it isn't always possible. But dance is really, it has to be created in the moment. Even if you're strategizing how to do it, you have to practice physically to have that happen. And Maureen, you must have observed this. Dancers practice and practice and practice until they perfect the movement that others can see. Is that right? So they could They can practice in their mind too a bit, but really it doesn't matter until they're physically doing the work. And I think there's actually a... Uh, there could be a benefit for some of us who are in our heads way too much to physically work out some of this stuff yeah. or physically do group sessions where we're actually, you know, doing something in a like a yeah. physical sense instead of always being in our heads and strategizing. Do you have activities that you do with your groups where they have to actually collaborate in person and do things with their hands? I, I've not added physicalness to it. I have mm -hmm. not added something to the hands to it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's certainly um, something to consider. And I, I think the challenge is, and this is why, you know, for, for you it might be one thing. A dancer, the, the, reasons, the reason dancers love dancing is how they feel when they're doing it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so each person is unique. One person might like to go bounce a basketball. Another, I, my brother has a guy on his team, and, and, and he, he fiddles with playing cards. And all of a sudden you're here, 
mm-hmm. the playing cards are being shuffled. Right? And I'm like, what's going on over there? And I asked during my meetings or something. Or? He's thinking. He's working on oh. his work, and you know. And I said to my brother, "Why does Eric do that with the cards?" He goes, "I don't know." I'm like, "What? It's <laughs> me. It works for you." I was up there visiting. He was in the upper peninsula, so I asked him. My individualization couldn't stand it, right? And he says, "Oh, it helps <laughs> me think." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." You know. So I think it's important people know what those are, and and, and if you are like you need a physical component. I For me, it's walking. I like to walk. Um, I also study Tai Chi, and I meditated before I got on the show here today so that I was sharp with you people. I knew I had sharp hosts asking me very good questions. Thank you, Maureen. <laughs> tai Chi is a fantastic um, practice. It is. It's not just for exercise. It's also, yeah. so for those of you who don't know, Tai Chi is, do you want to define it, Maureen? It's well, it's a moving meditation. Method. It's, yep, moving it's meditation. a, and it's a martial art in mm-hmm. the sense that it is part of the exploration of the um, mind-body connection. And so the goal is to move as slowly as possible and it's a breath leads the body exercise. So your breath matches what you're doing. And the goal is to get to three breaths a minute. So that's 10 second intake, 10 second exhale, 10 second. And that's not easy to do over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But it slows you down. Blood pressure goes down, all that stuff. I'm going to have to try that after the show. A few years ago. It was very Did you? Okay, relaxing. you can tell you knew something. Yeah, it is. Andy, I think you would like it. And I can see you when the um, uh, fields as you're mowing, you to hop off the mower and eat the yeah, Tai Chi. Probably pass In the middle out. of the field with all the cows watching you. <laughs> no cows. Horses. No cows Horses. out there. Oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> um, all right. We, this was crazy. We talked about Tai Chi, dancing, <laughs> Eminem. Uh, Jim Collison dancing. So this has been a, a, a well-rounded uh, broadcast. And I just want to thank you, Maureen, so much. Can you please tell us how, if those listening to this broadcast saying, I need to talk to her, how can they get in touch with you? Um, you can email me at Maureen, M-A-U-R-E-E-N. That's my first name. At Maureen Monte, M-O-N-T-E dot com. And uh, my phone number is 248-821-6821. And uh, I just want to make sure I'm clear about how grateful I am to have spent time with both of you today. You're remarkable people. I hear such joy when you talk about your strengths and the and the strengths journey, not just for yourselves, but for everybody that you're working with. And I think it's awesome. Well, thank you very much. And and uh, Grace and I have the opportunity to learn from every single guest, and this is not the exception. This was very very informative and insightful for both of us. And I know that. You have a beautiful personality. You're a beautiful person. And oh, I just want to thank you. you so much for being a guest on this show. So, Grace, do you have any closing comments before we play that sweet outro music? Sweet outro. Maureen, thank you so much for sharing the immense um, variety of how you've developed your strengths and how you use it to help others. I'm blown away by some of these examples of starting with the aim first. Mm. That was fantastic. And um, the idea of adding physical um work into how you process the world. I think a lot of people are kind of uh, missing out on that or they they may be doing it, but they can't explain why it helps. So that's fantastic. Thanks so much for sharing all of your ideas with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. That's been another episode of the one, the only, the greatest podcast in the universe now, I'm going to say. We're going past planet. (laughs) That's right, folks. Thematics. Make sure you subscribe to this. If you use iTunes, Go ahead and download it, subscribe to it, and be sure to leave us a comment as well. Those comments on iTunes really help this podcast kind of grow and surface to the top. So for those who maybe aren't familiar with thematics, they can find it every time they go onto that sweet, sweet iTunes website. Facebook.com forward slash Unleashed Strengths. Twitter at Unleashed CSF. I try to get in all the social media stuff before I close the show out because I often forget. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashedStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted. Thank <laughs> you.